Hello everyone today's chapter is reproduction in organisms so let's get started each and every organism can live only for a certain period of time the period from birth to the natural death of an organism represents its life span life spans of a few organism are given in ta- figure 1.1 several other organisms are drawn for which you should find out the life spans and write in the spaces provided examine the life spans of organism represented in the figure 1.1 isn't it both interesting and intriguing to know that it may that it may be as short as a few days or as long as a few thousand years between these two extremes are the life spans of most other living organisms you may know that life spans of organisms are not necessarily correlated with their sizes The sizes of crows and parrots are not very different yet their life spans show a wide difference similarly a mango tree has a much shorter life span as compared to a people tree whatever be the life span that of every individual organism is a certainty that is no individual is immortal except single celled organisms why do we say there is no natural death in single celled organisms Given this reality, have you ever wondered how vast number of plants and animal species have existed on earth for thousands of years? There must be some processes in living organisms that ensure this continuity. Yes, we are talking about reproduction, something we take for granted. Reproduction is defined as a biological process in which an organisms in, in which an organism give rise to young ones, offspring. similar to itself the offspring grow mature and in turn produce new offsprings thus there is a cycle of birth growth and death reproduction enables the continuity of the species generation after generation you will study later in chapter 5 principles of inheritance and variation how genetic variation is created and inherited during reproduction There is a large diversity in the biological world and each organism has evolved its new own mechanism to multiply to multiply and produce offsprings. The organism's habitat, its internal physiology and several other factors are collectively responsible for how it reproduces. Based on whether there is participation of one organism or two in the process of reproduction, it is of two types. when offspring is produced by a single parent with or without the involvement of gamete formation the reproduction is asexual when two parents of opposite sex participate in the reproductive process and also involve fusion of male and female gametes it is called sexual reproduction asexual reproduction in this method a single individual parent is capable of producing offspring as a result The offspring that are produced are not only identical to one another one another but are also exact copies of their parent. Are these offsprings likely to be genetically identical or different? The term clone is used to describe such morphologically and genetically similar individuals. Let us see how widespread Asexual reproduction is among different group of organism. Asexual reproduction is common among single-celled organisms in and in plants and animals with relatively simple simple organization. 
in protest and monerance the organism or the parent cell divides into two to give rise to new individual the thus in these organism cell division is itself a mode of reproduction many single celled organism reproduce by binary fission where a cell divides into two halves and each rapidly grows into an adult example amoeba and paramecium in yeast there is division the division is unequal and small buds are produced that remain attached initially to the parent cell which eventually gets separated and matures into new yeast organisms that is cells under favorable condition the amoeba withdraws its pseudopodia and secretes a three layered hard covering or cyst around itself this phenomenon is termed as incestation when favorable favorable conditions return the incested amoeba divides by multiple fusion and produces many minute amoeba or pseudopodiospores the cyst wall burst out and the spores are liberated in the surrounding medium to grow up into many amoeba this phenomenon is known as sporulation members of the kingdom fungi and simple plants such as algae reproduce through special asexual reproductive structures the most common of these structures are zoospores that usually are microscopic motile structures other common asexual reproductive structures are conidia that is found in penicillium buds that is found in hydra and gemmules that is found in sponge you may learn you may have learned about vegetative reproduction in plants in class 11 what do you think is vegetative reproduction also a type of asexual reproduction why do you say so is the term clone applicable to the offspring formed by vegetative reproduction while in animals and other simple organism the term asexual is used unambiguously in plants the term vegetative reproduction is frequently used in plants the units of repro- uh, the units of vegetative propagation such as runner rhizome sucker tuber offset bulb are all capable of giving rise to new offsprings these structures are called vegetative propagules obviously the formation of these structure does not involve two parent the process involved is asexual you must have learned about the scourge of the water bodies or about the terror of bengal this is nothing but the aquatic plant water hyacinth which is one of the most invasive weeds found growing wherever there is standing water it drains oxygen from the water which leads to the death of the fishes you will learn more about it in chapter 13 and 14 you may find it interesting to know that this plant was introduced in india because of its beautiful flowers and shape of leaves since it can veg, uh, propagate vegetatively and at a phenomenal rate and spread all over the water body in a short period of time it is very difficult to rid- get rid of them are you aware how plants like potato sugarcane banana ginger dahlia are cultivated have you seen small plants emerging from buds called eyes of the potato tuber from the rhizomes of banana and ginger When you carefully try to determine the site of origin of the new plantlets in the plants listed above you'll notice that they invariably arises from the nodes present in the modified stem of these plants when the nodes come in contact with damp soil or water they 
produce roots and new plants. Similarly, adventitious buds arise from notches present at margins of leaves of bryophyllum. This ability is fully exploited by gardeners and farmers for commercial propagation of such plants. It is interesting to note that asexual reproduction is the common method of reproduction in organisms that have a relatively simple organization, like algae and fungi, and that they shift to sexual method of reproduction just before the onset of adverse conditions. Find out how sexual reproduction enables these organisms to survive during unfavorable conditions. Why is sexual reproduction favored under such conditions? Asexual vegetative as well as sexual modes of reproduction are exhibited by the higher plants. On the other hand, only sexual mode of reproduction is present in most of the animals. Sexual Reproduction Sexual reproduction involves formation of the male and female gametes, either by the same individual or by different individuals of the opposite sex. These gametes fuse to form the zygote which develops to form the new organism. It is an elaborate, complex and slow process as compared to asexual reproduction. Because of the fusion of male and female gametes, sexual reproduction results in offspring that are not identical to the parents or amongst themselves. A study of diverse organisms, plants, animals or fungi show that Though they differ so greatly in external morphology, internal structure and physiology, when it comes to sexual mode of reproduction, surprisingly they share a similar pattern. Let us first discuss what features are common to these diverse organisms. All organisms have to reach a certain stage of growth and maturity in their life before they can reproduce sexually. That period of growth is called the juvenile phase. It is known as vegetative phase in plants. This phase is of invariable duration in different organisms. The end of juvenile vegetative phase which marks the beginning of the reproductive phase can be seen easily in the higher plants when they come to flower. How long does it take for marigold, rice, wheat, coconut, mango plants to come to flower? In some plants where flowering occurs more than once, what would you call the interflowering period, juvenile or mature? Observe a few trees in your areas. Do they flower during the same month, year after year? Why do you think the availability of fruits like mango, apple, jackfruit, etc. is seasonal? Are there some plants that flower throughout the year and some others that shows seasonal flowering? Plants, the annual and biennial types, show clear-cut vegetative, reproductive and senescent phases. But in the perennial species, it is very difficult to clearly define these phases. A few plants exhibit unusual flowering phenomenon. Some of them, such as bamboo species, flower only once in their lifetime, generally after 50 to 100 years, produce large number of fruits and die. Another plant, Strobilinthus kurnthiana, Nil, uh, which is also known as Nila Kuranji, flower once in 12 years. As many of you would know that this plant flowered during September to October in 2006. Its mass flowering transformed large tracts of hilly areas in Kerala, Karnataka and Tamil Nadu into blue stretches and attracted a large number of tourists. 
in animals the juvenile phase is followed by morphological or physiological changes prior to active reproductive behavior the reproductive phase is also a variable duration in different organism can you list the changes seen in human beings that are indicative of reproductive maturity among animals for example birds do they lay eggs all through the year or is it a seasonal phenomenon what about other animals like frogs and lizards you'll notice that birds living in nature lay eggs only seasonally however birds in captivity as in poultry farms can be made to lay eggs throughout the year in this case laying eggs is not related to reproduction but is a commercial exploitation for human welfare the females of placental mammals exhibit cyclical changes in the activities of ovaries and accessory ducts as well as hormones during their reproductive phase in non primate animals like cows sheep rats deer dogs tiger etc such cyclical changes during reproduction are called estrus cycle whereas in primates for example monkeys apes and humans it is called menstrual cycle many mammals especially those living in natural wild condition exhibit cycles such only during favorable favorable seasons in the reproductive phase and therefore called seasonal breeders many other mammals are reproductively active throughout their life, reproductive phase and hence are called continuous breeders that we all grow old we if we lo- if we live long enough is something that we recognize but what is meant by growing old the end of reproductive phase can be considered as one of the parameters of senescence or old age there are concomitant changes in the body like slowing down of metabolism etc during the last phase of lifespan old age ultimately leads to death In both plants and animals hormones are responsible for the transitions between the three phases interaction between hormones and certain environmental factors regulate the reproductive processes and the associated behavior behavioral expressions of organisms events in sexual reproduction after attainment of maturity all sexual all sexually reproducing organism exhibit events and processes that have remarkable fundamental similarity even though the structures associated with sexual reproduction are indeed very different the events of sexual reproduction through elaborate and though elaborate and complex follow a regular sequence sexual reproduction is characterized by the fusion or fertilization of the male and female gametes the formation of zygote and embryogenesis for convenience the sequential events may be grouped into three distinct stages namely prefertilization fertilization and the postfertilization events prefertilization events these includes all the events of sexual reproduction prior to the fusion of gametes The two main pre-fertilization events are gametogenesis and gamete transfer. Gametogenesis. As you are already aware, gametogenesis refers to the process of formation of the two types of gametes, male and female. Gametes are haploid cells. In some algae, the two gametes are so similar in appearance that it is not possible to categorize them into male and female gametes. they are hence called uh, homogametes or isogametes uh, 
for example as in uh, cladophora that is an algae however in a mature in, in a majority of sexually reproducing organisms the gametes produced are of two morphologically distinct types heterogametes in such organism the male gamete is called the anthrozoid or sperm and the female gamete is called the egg or ovum uh, um, examples of heterogametes are uh, seen in fucus that is also an algae and homo sapiens that is human beings sexuality in organisms sexual reproduction in organisms generally involves the fusion of gametes from two different individual but this is not always true from your recollection of examples studied in class 11 can you identify cases where self fertilization is observed of course citing such examples in plants is easy plants may have both male and female reproductive structures in the same plant that is bisexual or on different plants that is unisexual in several fungi and plants terms such as homothallic and monoecious are used to denote the bisexual condition and heterothallic and dioecious are the terms used to describe unisexual condition in flowering plants the unisexual male flower is staminate that is bearing stamens while the female is pistillate or bearing pistils in some flowering plants both male and female flowers may be present on the same individual that is monoecious or on separate individual that is dioecious some examples of monoecious plants are cucurbits and coconuts and of dioecious plants are papaya and date palm name the type of gametes that are formed in staminate and pistillate flowers but what about animals are individual of all species either male or female unisexual or are there species which possess both the reproductive organs that is bisexual you probably can make a list of several unisexual animal species such as earthworm sponge tapeworm and leech typical examples these are the typical example of bisexual animals that possess more both male and female reproductive organs that anarch also known as hermaphrodites cockroach is an example of unisexual species cell division during gamete formation gametes in all heterogametic species are of two uh, are of two types mainly male and female gametes are haploid though the parent body from which they arise may be either haploid or diploid a haploid uh, parent produces gametes by mitotic division Does this means that meiosis never occurs in organism that are haploid? Carefully examine the flowcharts of life cycles of algae that have you that you have studied in class 11 chapter 3 to get a suitable answer. Several organisms belonging to monera, fungi, algae and bryophytes have haploid plant body but in organism belonging to pteridophytes gymnosperms angiosperms and most of the animals including the human beings the parent body is diploid it is obvious that meiosis the reduction division has to occur if a plant if a diploid body has to reproduce has to produce haploid gametes in diploid organism specialized cells called meiocytes gamete mother cells undergo meiosis at the end of meiosis only one set of chromosomes 
gets incorporated into each organism carefully study table 1.1 and fill in the diploid and haploid chromosomes number is there any relationship in the number of chromosome of meiosites and gametes let me uh, mark one sentence for you number of linkage group is equal to the number of chromosome in gamete that it in gamete phase that is n not 2n n gamete transfer after their formation male and female gametes must be physically brought together to facilitate fusion fertilization have you ever wondered how gametes meet in a majority of organism male gamete is motile and the female gamete is stationary exceptions are a few fungi and algae in which both types of gametes are motile there is a need for a medium through which the male and female uh, through which the male gametes move in several simple plants like algae bryophytes and pteridophytes water is the medium through which these gamete transfer take place a large number of a large number of the male gametes however fail to reach the female gametes to compensate this loss of male gametes during trans during the transport the number of male gametes produced is several thousand times the number of female gametes produced in seed plants pollen grains are the carriers of male gametes and ovule have the egg pollen grains produced in anthers therefore have to be transferred to the stigma before it can lead to fertilization in bisexual self fertilizing plants example peas transfer of pollen grains to the stigma is relatively easy as anthers and stigma are located close to each other pollen grains soon after they are shed come in contact with the stigma but in cross pollinating plants including dioecious plants a specialized event called pollination facilitates the transfer of pollen grains to the stigma pollen grains germinate on the stigma and the pollen tubes carrying the male gametes reach the ovule and discharge the male gametes near the egg in dioecious animals since male and female gametes are formed in different individuals the organism must evolve a special mechanism for gamete transfer successful transfer and coming together of gametes is essential for the most critical event in sexual reproduction that is the fertilization fertilization the most vital event of sexual reproduction is perhaps the fusion of gametes the process called syngamy results in the formation of a diploid zygote the term fertilization is also often used for this process the term syngamy and fertilization are frequently used though interchangeably what would happen if syngamy does not occur however it has to be mentioned here that in some organisms like rotifers honey bees and even some lizards and birds turkey for example turkey the female gametes undergoes development to form new organism without fertilization this phenomenon is called parthenogenesis where does the syngamy occur in most aquatic organisms such as a majority of algae and fishes as well as amphibians syngamy occurs in the external medium water that is outside the body of the organism this type of gametic fusion is called external fertilization organism exhibiting external fertilization show 
great synchrony between the sexes and release a large number of gametes into the surrounding medium water in order to enhance the chances of syngamy this happens in the bony fishes and frogs where a large number of offsprings are produced a major disadvantage is that the offsprings are extremely vulnerable to predators threatening their survival up to adulthood in many terrestrial organisms belonging to fungi higher organisms such as reptiles birds mammals and in a majority of plants bryophytes dendrophytes gymnosperms and angiosperms syngamy occurs inside the body of organism hence the process is called internal fertilization in the in all these organism eggs is egg is formed inside the female body where they fuse with the male gamete in organism exhibiting internal fertilization the male gamete is motile and has to reach the egg in order to fuse with it in these even though the number of sperms are even though the number of sperms produced is very large there is a significant reduction in the number of eggs produced in seeds in seed plants however the non motile male gametes are carried to the female gamete by pollen tubes post fertilization events events in the sexual reproduction after formation of zygote are called post fertilization events the zygote formation of the diploid zygote is universal in all sexually reproduce reproducing organism in organism with external fertilization zygote is formed in the external medium usually water whereas in those exhibiting internal fertilization zygote is formed inside the body of the organism further development of the zygote depends on the type of life cycle the organism has and the environment it is exposed to in organism belonging to fungi and algae zygote develops a thick wall that is resistant to desiccation and damage it undergoes a period of rest before germination in organism with haplontic life cycle as you have read in class 11 zygote divides by meiosis to form haploid spores that grow into haploid individual consult your class 11 book and find out what kind of development takes place in the zygote in organism with diplontic and haplodiplontic life cycles zygote is the vital link that ensures continuity of species between organisms of one generation and the next Every sexually reproducing organism including human beings begins life as a single cell the zygote embryogenesis embryogenesis refers to the process of development of embryo from the zygote during embryogenesis zygote undergoes cell division mitosis and cell differentiation while cell division increases the number of cells in the developing embryo the cell differentiation helps groups of cells to undergo certain modification to form specialized tissues and organs to form an organism you have studied about the process of cell division and differentiation in the previous class animals are categorized into oviparous and viviparous based on whether the development of the zygote takes place in outside the body of the female parent or inside that is whether they lay fertilized or unfertilized egg or give birth to young ones in oviparous animals like reptiles and birds the fertilized eggs are covered by hard calcareous shell and are laid in a safe in safe place in the environment after a period of incubation 
young ones hatch out on the other hand in viviparous animals majority of mammals including human beings the zygote develops into young into a young one inside the body of the female organism after attaining a certain stage of growth the young ones are delivered out of the body of the female organism because of proper embryonic care and protection the chances of survival of young ones is greater in viviparous organism in flowering plants the zygote is formed inside the ovule after fertilization the sepals and petals and stamens of the flower wither and fall off can you name a plant in which the sepals remain attached the pistil however remains attached to the plant the zygote develops into the embryo and the ovules develop into the seed the ovary develops into the fruit which develops a thick wall called pericarp that is protective in function after dispersal seed germinate under favorable conditions to produce new plants this is it thank you and i'll see you in the next episode i'll be starting a new chapter that is sexual reproduction in flowering plants see you in the next episode